0: Yes. He, hey, what's happening here? Night, hey. night, no, no, sometimes they come like they the boot. Night, I hear them. I hear you now. Out. can you roll the flyer on there? Talk to me and eh? let me know what the issue is. What's the oh,
1: problem? Oh, I do not It
0: can't be it. Yeah, put the, the, the uh, flyer on. No? Okay, welcome to State of Play. And indeed, it is one of those days when we need to have a conversation about ourselves everybody listening to us right now i'm hoping that you're a worker you work somewhere if you are not a worker then you're unemployed um and yesterday as we heard from the statistical service those of you who are not working it is it is a sad this thing and you know the part that really worried me when i listened to the breakdown this
2: huge
0: number of young people youth they are not only unemployed but they are not in training yeah. They're not in school. They are not training to get employed. So that group of people is a huge number. In fact, it puts it at two point five million of yeah. young people. That so they have absolutely no hope of getting of getting employment. That was very sad indeed to hear. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if you follow the statistics. No, I follow. Well. That. I mean,
1: twenty five percent of uh, you know the youth not in any form of training. And they unemployed and all of that. Yeah, that's, that's boring, um, Evans. But you see, I mean, to be very honest with you, I, I'd expect everybody to try and get some training and at the end of the day get some employment because no matter how much money I give you, it, it wouldn't be enough for you. But the question is,
0: is it their fault or the system had made it almost impossible to get into this position where they cannot even train for something?
1: Well, you see, when the economy expands, when the economy expands, when there's growth, and there's a growth in real sectors of the economy. It is such that you have no choice but to expand too as a business. Mm-hmm. And when you expand as a
2: business, you have to employ. Okay,
1: when you expand as a business, you have to employ, and that's the reality. Mm-hmm. So when you're not expanding, you're contracting as businesses. You cannot employ. You may have workers. It is the reason during COVID nineteen, you know, government tried to give people funds so that at least they will not contract or so that they can at least pay workers so that you don't have people going home. Mm. That notwithstanding, the statistical service told all of us that about two-thirds of our population are yet to return to their previous income uh, before, uh, to the income before COVID-19. So that is means that it's a problem. And that's where the problem is. Look, while we talk about, oh, we're growing, we're growing, we're growing. Really, where, where is the growth coming from? Commodities? Is that the kind of growth we want as a people? So when you sh- see growth in uh, you know, the communities and you say that because of what you're doing very well, what does that tell you in the first place? How many people can you employ in those sectors?
0: Mm.
1: How many people can you employ in those sectors? But, but
0: you need the private sector to grow. And, it, the private sector
1: and, you, and see, you see why when you constantly hear government saying, we employ this number of people, we employ that number of people. Look, government.
0: It's not a sustainable way of doing it. It's not sustainable. Okay, so, so here's a flip side to it. So that's a story of those who aren't working. Mm-hmm. Now, let's focus on the side of those who are working, All uh-huh. right, That's the conversation today. Labor versus government. Is it the case of monkey they work, babu de chop? And this is coming on the back of the May Day celebration. And, and the TUC the boss was very frank. He had the president in his sights. And the president was seated there. Mm. And he kept delivering job after job from... Stopping the national cathedral uh, for a national hospital. Uh, a national hospital cutting down the size of government article, article seventy one office so that's you know scrapping and you kept going and going and going and I you can't help but look at that and ask the question as we mark this this workers' day in, in, in the context of Ghana who really it, and because the workers will tell you they are the, they they are really the engine of of the way this government works, right? Defining government broadly to mean including the public servants and etc. etc. Workers, you know, without them, we need the, yeah. you know, the economy grinds so hard. There's a reason why when a workers threatening to go on strike, government quickly moves. The yeah, when the workers they don't strike, because to they will, will yeah, shut yeah. out, yeah. imagine all the teachers in this country, and that's the point. Our children are being taught by these workers, of course, right? They make our lives better, but then you have to ask yourself. Are we rewarding them the way we are rewarding the politicians who they employ? And, and if you put in a bigger contest, all citizens, we give these the employment, we employ these politicians, right? So when you employ somebody, do you pay the person more than you pay yourself? Well, it depends on
1: what the person is doing. I mean, if the person's responsibilities are such that you can't do it without him, you pay him more than you pay yourself. I mean, you have businesses, uh, you know, that... Um, uh, you, you know, have the, uh, some employees earning more than the employer. Hmm. it happens, for instance. You know, in some but industry, that's very rare. It was rare, but uh, in some industries, you can have, you know, some of the employees earning more. How? Okay. As, a, as a salary? Oh, as a salary, yes.
0: Like, I'll go there right
1: now. You go there right I want now. To go there. Oh, no, but you know, for instance, that, you know, for instance, that um, look at uh, these guys who are the. Oh, I've forgotten the name. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get that name for you. These guys who had a prank gone bad on the BBC. Is it uh, Jonathan Ross or something? Yeah. Uh, or or um, uh, Russell or whatever. You know, those guys. Yeah. They're earning millions, millions of
0: pounds, okay? More than some of the you know, bosses in there. They're earning millions of pounds. So, so the, let, let's go to the facts. So the question yeah. we're asking, right? So I pulled up some of the data just to try and understand is this relationship, does a relationship balance, right? This word they say no balance. So look look at the what the, the facts say. We celebrate May Day, and if you listen to the president, the president painted a picture of a government that has done so much for labor that labor financial Labour necessarily will not even have a basis to complain. He says, government is committed to protecting incomes and pensions. So that's that's mm-hmm. his first word. They've given them 15% cola. They've increased minimum wage by 10%. Base pay has gone up by 30%, monthly pensions increased by 25%. I mean, those are all facts. But what he doesn't mention is the beast called inflation. Yeah. The beast called inflation. Now that beast called inflation has led to a situation where all these improvements that the government says they've done for the workers have been eroded. So I'll walk you through it. If you take the Ghana did the previous report that talked about, you know, the various salaries, the highest, the lowest, and I I was going to use that, and then the median, the average. The lowest that they put up was 418 CDs. That's the lowest. Mm -hmm. So there's somebody today who is working in the public service who is earning 418 CDs. Now, if you take that person and you factor in inflation, that man is going home with 185.4 CDs. One hundred and eighty five. Are you your, your favorite fufu joint? Why you know the place? Uh, see. Si. Yeah, if you if go and sit there, well, why, why do you want to talk? Let me stop. Let me free my talk. Ah, why are you uncomfortable? Why <laughs> I go and eat fufu. Oh fufu. eat fufu two
1: hundred city. No, I haven't eaten two hundred city. Oh, but by but by, uh. oh no, the last time I made a mistake. Uh, oh, the
0: one that is the no. The last time I made a mistake. The last no, time no, I that something. I made a mistake
1: and ordered snails, I paid one hundred sixty. or So I haven't done that mistake. Ah,
0: but there's a certain joint that, it's, oh, that one, the one that I, you abandoned.
1: S- uh, you see. Samuel Adami and I, I, uh, and <laughs> we paid 320 Hey! <laughs> and then we realized we made a mistake. We asked them, they said it was a steal.
0: I haven't made that mistake again. <laughs> so the point I'm making to yeah. you is, that your money that you took one half to lose, that is somebody's real salary. Yeah. Today, inflation. Yeah. The average salary is 2,594. Mm-hmm. That person's real salary is 1,167. CDs Mm -hmm. that is what the and this is the cost of mismanaging the economy. This is the cost of mismanaging the economy and And depending on the worker. Once you raise this point,
1: it gets me into a certain position. Okay, so I am the worker, I have to buy fuel, inflation is eating my salary. What pegs are attached to my work? That's the first question you ask yourself. Mm So, I mean, I'm complaining. Okay, you are my employee. I pay tax and I say, come and do this for me. You could say, well, you're also working. Fine. Let's look at this carefully. Government said we have reduced uh, salaries by 30%. What is the average salary of a government appointee? Oh, let's start you Ministers, on the average, are earning 28,000 Ghana Cities. 28,000 Ghana
0: cedis. Okay,
1: mm. now, that 28,000 Ghana not. that is not the end of it. He lives in a government apartment or government bungalow, government bungalow, government house. His utility bills paid for by the government. That's two. There are some of these ministers who are actually provided food by the government. That's three. Drinks by the government. Fuel coupons by the government. That's four. Now you ask yourself. You have gardeners. You have gardeners. Everything. You have uh, uh, security persons. Now ask yourself. All of these cater for... So have to like rent. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a, uh, yes. you it doesn't pay rent. So you lose in the government. Yeah. Now, I mean, you have to pay your rent. You have to buy, buy your, pay for your utilities. And at the end of it, you also would have to pay taxes on everything that you buy. The question is, am I better off? Now, I am not against the payment of taxes. Not at all. But I am also not against... I'm also against, you know... Uh, the profligate expenditure, how we use our taxes, anyhow, is of concern to me. So, this afternoon, I want us to, to be very clear here. If you look at it on the face of the pink sheet,
0: we are working for them to chop, for them to chop. They're enjoying life. And, and let, let, let's, let's back that with a bit more facts. I want to go to the 2016 uh, comparative analysis that was done, you know, but on the single. Those uh, spine policy as against the article 71 office holders, and this is a, this is a 2020 Monuments Committee. The analysis they yeah. did, it, did it, right now, it says that for the article 71 office holder, the average salary was 18,000. This is the back then, right, mm-hmm. based on the 2016 analysis, was 18,211 CDs for the single spine salary guy. The majority of our workers, the thousands and thousands of the workers who are grinding in the hospitals, exposed to all these diseases, in the classrooms teaching our children, the average is 1,128.
1: Thousand percent. The difference. More than a thousand. The difference is 17,088
0: CDs. More than a thousand percent. Winston, and that is average. More than a thousand percent. Let's go to the highest NS. Mm-hmm. The highest NS, Article 71 office holder, is 29,000. 809, we know that this number has, these numbers have gone up. Oh, music, 30, yeah, music, that's why I kept on mentioning the, the, yeah, the, the time. 000. So you appreciate that this is not the current, but this is just back then. The highest earner is 29,899. For the single spine salary guy, the highest is taking, and again, according to 2020 emolument Committee, of 4,328 CDs. The difference there is 25,571.
1: Escuchas ese rugido Sientes la experiencia de poder La emoción de la libertad Ya estás preparado Para vivir tu nueva aventura Nueva Ram 1500 Hecha para vivir Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC so,
0: Now let's uh, look at uh, Miss Anna this, uh, is, this is the part that you may possibly cry Miss Anna, 71 office older 11,661 uh-huh. and, 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 Charlie, look, we have to be honest A lot of these folks Were our friends no, oh, yeah, we are friends when they were possibly in opposition. Charlie, we used to eat fufu and things together in chop bars. I'm not kidding. Oh, I know one person who like, I went not years ago went to some chop. He took me some chop. I said, ni? are we safe? But I asked because me, Charlie, Charlie today
2: he's taking cicado
0: <laughs> <laughs> Me, my salary. Know they catch in this and and, and it's not like he has some special skills, Mm -hmm. right? Just because he decided to go into politics, just because he decided to run maybe for a parliamentary seat somewhere and wore a a callus of a one political party that came into power instantly, he earns more than me, instantly, he gets all the perks that I, I and and. And I, you need to begin to... Where is the meritocracy?
1: You see, even that. If you thing. another thing. Uh, in, in a, uh, was it not this country that the president says he wouldn't take this loyalty, that he believes in loyalty? Ah, well. You uh, well, well, know well, what the president it's said? That's a whole different conversation. But that's what he said. That's what he said, yeah. No, he True. says he believes in loyalty. He didn't say he believes in competence. He says he believes in loyalty. Uh, even, no matter how competent you are, you must be loyal first. Mm. That's how you get a job in this country. That's how you get a job in government. And it's... Obvious, we've seen it. We've seen the president in his first term awarding, uh, you know, rewarding uh, original chairman with regional ministers, constituency chairman with uh, MMDCs. So, I mean, there's not there's no two ways about it. That's how this country is being run these days. You just would need to belong to a political party, be as mm-hmm. vociferous as you can be, and hope that your party wins. And then, if your party wins, bingo, you smile. It's a lot, man. Yeah, and so, that worker. Who's there? And you see, you can understand why the workers are always complaining because they see these figures. Now, look, if I am buying fuel, and sometimes the people you see who are parking at the uh, filling stations let they pull out the coupons, and you look at them and you say,
0: so you know, so when you talk about fuel, nobody understands. You are know, this guy, and, and there's something that the workers have been saying that we focus on articles, to one office holders. Mm. But they say that actually when you go to the ministries. There are AIDS. Oh yes. AIDS. A uh, special assistant to something, something. And the all manner of creative titles have been given to yeah. them. I tell you something. And they are
1: drawing fat. I tell you something years <laughs> ago, I interviewed um, one of my mates from university. And um, you know, once he sat on I and mean, once he sat in front of me, he said something. He said, Oh, my brother, uh, I know a lot of people don't know that we're mates and we all involved in the student activism. You decided to uh, continue by being a journalist. I decided to carry my head to the national politics, and I'm here. And we are talking. That was my mate. He was a minister at the time, mm. and he was telling me, "Oh, you decided to do that. And I decided to go the other way around. Yeah. You decided to be poor. Yes, I mean, it was a choice I made. <laughs> he decided to get into national it politics. He's telling you, yeah. And look, that's how it's become. Yeah. And so today, you can understand the workers. They are condition- and you see, and that's when Labour says something. As a president, if inflation doesn't go down, we'll come back for more. Exactly. <laughs> and it'll be legitimate. this, <laughs> 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 it <legitimate laughs> to you. You, see? <clears throat> you. see, this is the point. And, and although of was in the private sector, if you cannot
0: go and uh, demonstrate, but those in government, they'll go and demonstrate. Yeah. Because it- they see it. You know, you made a point. Last time, I got a formula for calculating the impact of inflation on my salary. Mm-hmm. And I Took it and I put my salary in there. Yeah. Hey, have you done it? I don't, oh, yeah. I don't like making myself <laughs> unhappy. I say, I say, I say, life is too short yeah. to be unhappy. When I did it and I saw, I was doing on my phone, I was hiding the because I knew well, and I, f- I saw my real income. Yeah, it's, it's been a I minute. Mean, I, 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 I keep on asking myself, so how am I surviving to the end of the month? I mean, you saw my Uber car that I've been driving. Yeah.
1: And you see, when you talk about these things, even when you say, for instance, that, oh, uh, the last time I was complaining about, um, you know, buying fuel, and and, and you see, it got to a point where we were buying fuel at about 20 Ghana cities, almost about about 20 Ghana cities. And at that point in time, it was that bad. Today, you hear the government saying, we've been able to reduce fuel prices. It used to be 23, it's around 12 and 13. And that's what saddens me. That your mismanagement of the economy.
2: Because, you see, they say that when
1: the economy is bad, the exchange rate will expose you. Yeah. When you do propaganda with the economy, the exchange rate will expose you. So, my question is, today, has the exchange rate exposed the MPB? Has it? I think it follows. Yes, because, look, as it stands today, as you know, crude oil prices on the world market, I'm around 80, 80-something, 80 uh, about 80. But what do we see? What do we see? Said, what do we see? You, you remember? Um, you know, in, in the build-up to the 20, 2008 elections, yeah. when crude oil prices had risen to some one hundred forty seven Ghana cities, you know how much we are selling a gallon of, for, of, of fuel? Tell me. Five cities. Wow. Five cities. Not a little a gallon. Gallon. That those who are the days. Gallon. Man. Five cities. Yeah. Gallon. Five cities. That's how we're selling a gallon. You know why? Because the exchange rate had not exposed us. Yeah. Today let us go to 100 percent. We'll run away from this country. But that's because the exchange rate has exposed us. And that's because we have underperformed. And that is our reality. And so I side with the workers. Look,
2: the baboon is eating, they are suffering. Today.
1: As it stands, there cannot be any justification for esgracia. But they, but they will pay. Yeah, but
2: there cannot be. You see, there cannot be. If we continue like that,
1: you realize that the few. You see, where the masses are not taken care of, those who have are not safe. Oh, of course, one day they'll eat you alive. Exactly. Yes, when you are hungry, you're not safe. So don't pretend that oh, you, you're safe. And then you give them handouts and you think that's the end
0: of the world. No, you're not safe. But that, is, that for me, is the biggest concern I have. You're not safe. Um, on the back of where we are currently mm-hmm. with the way workers... And, and for me, I, I drive home every day. You know where me, I stay. I tell I stay in the forest.
1: I drive home every day
0: and I pass in my community and I see people who are struggling. They're working. They're breaking their backs. And then they see a friend of theirs or a minister on television. And, and for me... The part that I find criminal is that the sensitivity of our political appointees to the situation sometimes even not there. Mm-hmm. So, we are in a, this terrible, precarious economic situation that they've created. And yet, we still find them flaunting it, right? Yeah. Throwing it in our faces. All the time. And so, you begin to ask. There was a minister who was appointed recently. <laughs> And I was having a conversation before it was com- confirmed. I said, bro, this appointment is going to worry him. He doesn't believe that
2: there's a justification for him to be given that
0: position now. Mm. It's not a question of whether he is competent or not. This is somebody whose conscience was beginning to prick him. That when everybody else is struggling,
2: this position is an added burden. You
0: are going to give me a car. You get some Prado, the least. You give a saloon car. Mm-hmm. In addition, only you have two. Yeah, right. He has to fuel it, and he, he, he was struggling with those demons. And having to consider me. But you can't go and say you don't take it. Oh, uh, right. Or maybe he should have said no. I can't a principle. Look, let me set an example. But of course, in, in Ghana, when you do that, you have, you have finito. But that, for me, told me a story that even for those appointees now, there's a part of them that know, including this government, many of them, that know that what the, the, the current state of affairs where there is this them and us that they've created is very dangerous. Yeah. It's extremely dangerous. And for me, that is, that is the thing that I worry about the most. Because you hear these workers. Two days ago, I was on PMS Press with the Deputy Secretary General of the TUC, who kept, make, kept making the point that they've been asking government to downsize and downsize and downsize, and they, they've not been listening. And that as we speak, the TUC is in active conversations among itself and planning what to do to force the government to do exactly that. And I was listening to him and I was asking myself, any government with intelligence, in terms of the security, and maybe, not me intelligent, this is a few nice We know that you don't have to wait for this thing to explode. You don't have to wait for this to explode to get it under up. And I'm asking myself, what will it cost to order all ministers. And, and Senator was making another point to me on, on, on payment last time. That a, a colleague of his was on a flight to South Africa. This is a five-hour flight. And as this government appointee, who was sitting in business class?
2: Yeah. Right? And he wasn't sitting in business class alone. He was there
1: with two assistants. But you're not the same. So no, are, are you the same, line? Are oh, you the same? I am I, not. Yes, let I me mean, But, common sense will tell
0: you that this economic crisis we are in, you are sitting in the flight from Ghana to USA. It means that there are Ghanaians on the flight, plenty of them. Yes. And you decide to front it in, in their faces. You don't only sit in the business class alone. You sit there with your assistants. I mean, because... Why? You no,
1: know, because, you see, because for him, he has done the work already. Because what? campaigning oh. the
0: work is campaign the politics
1: okay. the work is campaign if you, you are there you are complaining he has done the work already so right now it's time for him to enjoy because he knows that all things being equal after four years eight years maybe yeah. 12 years if his party is lucky and is able to break the eight but whatever happens somebody will break the eight anyway yeah you know what that means let me explain before Ghanians say i'm saying something whatever happens then says they want to break the eight if Muhammad is also breaking the eight <laughs> You understand me? Whatever happens, somebody will break the eight. So, uh, whatever happens, somebody will break the eight. Let me just put that under. there. I mean, I just said that by way of, you know. But look, that man thinks that he's done the work already. That, so, I mean, so, you see, that's the kind of thinking. And what, what about the two assistants? have also done their work already. Actually. Are we not aware that today in this country there are positions that are meant for politicians? Oh, should I be telling you? Plenty. That, um, why you coordinators? Once, and, 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 and this is how we increase the wage bill. We've appointed Y-E-A coordinators. Some of them will still be there. So you have NADMO, for instance. People will be there, the regional coordinators. Once there's a change in government, oh, uh, regional organizers or whatever, they become NADMO coordinators, regional coordinators, and that's it. Some will become Y-E-A coordinators, regional coordinators, and that is it. They start work as contract staff, then they try and become permanent so that when you come, you can no longer move them around. But when they come, they also do what? Because they want to put their persons in there, they tell you that, oh, uh, we're we're sending you to their headquarters. There's no job to be done.
0: So you're there, you do nothing.
1: That's the sad aspect of this country.
0: So, for me, that is where the tragedy is. We have a leadership that would want to enjoy whilst their people wallow in poverty and hunger. The workers the workers of this country, which reason we're still so, we're so surviving, because if they decide to throw in a towel, this country ceases to exist. Of course. And yet, this few group of people, few, this a small minority of people, have, um, what's the word? They, they've managed to almost hold the goodies and resources for themselves. And the crumbs I've gone to the actual workers. And that is the typical George Orwell-ish situation um, that we need to fix. And I I see many of you, some some of them joining me with your own thoughts. Gideon says, we are sick in Ghana. Ghana is built for the politician. The politicians don't care about the poor. And me, I've said, in Ghana, let's redefine democracy. Democracy in Ghana is a rule by the politician, for the politician. Enough, the politician
1: is the rule by the politician who, having gained power, determines what is good for you mm-hmm. in order that you maintain him in office so that he will continue chopping. Yeah, that's what they, that, that, I mean, that's what they do. Yeah.
0: Baba Rufai has a message for you. Nobody is breaking any eight, if may be. We will break their legs,
1: but, but didn't he understand what I
0: said? When somebody's breaking eight, any of them, what best is that we break the
1: eight, we'll whatever happens. Whatever happens, okay. Whatever happens, I said, uh, Baba. I said, whatever happens, if Muhammad wins, is breaking the eight. Mm. If the NPP wins, is bre- Ma- why won't he break the eight? <laughs> he will break the eight because then MP will not go beyond eight. He's breaking the other thing. That's the end of
0: it. That's my mm-hmm. mm-hmm. whatever. There'll be a breaking. There'll be a break of No mm. breaking. Yes. Derry says, "I'm sad. Nnamdi no, no, is not thoughtful enough. Uh, he says he's careless about our predicaments. Uh, those are his views there." I'll take a few on uh, on the Joy 99.7 FM page, and then we'll wrap up. And this one from Citizen Bwating, I'm here. What's the topic for today? Well, <laughs> that's the topic for today. He missed it. And I hope you've had a conversation. You have your own verdict on the subject. don't you your evening, people.